Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to another episode of the Ozone. Welcome back. Thank you for joining. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of mine of the o, of the Ozone. And uh I'll be honest, today is a continuation of the Pathfinders. Why you may ask? Um I got a lot of really good feedback from the first one. Um people really did enjoy some other stories being told. So I thought to myself, Obi, why not do another one? I mean, it was, it was good. It was good content, I believe. I got pretty good feedback from uh, from people. So I decided to make a part two. And so, uh, yeah, you know, being that it was a big part of my life and other people hearing and sharing was, you know, it brought them good memories as well that other people wanted to uh, come on and uh, share the stories. So without further ado, Let's continue with this whole Pathfinder situation. Calling the first caller right now. Yo, what up? Yo, can you hear me? Yes, sir. So, we got a first caller today. He is fortunately related to me through... Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> we're related by blood, literally. Um, it is an honor and a privilege for him to be on the show tonight. And, uh, uh, <laughs> so, yes, cousin, introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? I'm Nelson. I'm uh, Obi's favorite cousin. <laughs> um, I have been told multiple, by multiple people that I am Obi's mini-me. Um, <laughs> Only because of the beard. Really because weird, of the beard. But, I mean, I do have a better beard, but, you know, that's another. That's that's for another podcast. Definitely, yes. Well, that's for another <laughs> one. So, the purpose of the podcast, because I know... I was texting you, you know, about the podcast, and I, I told you about uh, I met up with some of the old guys that I that I hung out with, and yeah, yeah, the OG. I was telling you, like, I was feeling like, very nostalgic after that, and a lot of people that heard the first one, they were very like, you know, just to hear other people's um, stories and memories of them being pathfinders. So I was like, well, then that that's when I asked you and you were like, heck yeah, you got plenty of stuff. So, I mean, without further ado, the stage is yours, man. What do you got to share? Man, like looking, you know, after listening to your podcast, like, yeah, I definitely started feeling nostalgic and I texted you that. Yeah, you did. Um, you know, I wasn't like, I wasn't part of like, like hearing like where, you know, Tita got hit. Um, <laughs> you guys were having that water gun fight out. Unfortunately, I wasn't a part of that, but it sounded like fun, dude. But like stuff like that, that like brought me back, you know, with my friends, with my group of friends. Yeah, I was gonna say um, because we we're both like, you know, and because we were both in a different age group, you know, since I'm obviously older, yeah, but you came in after. So, like, so, like, what's your, yeah. what are your some of your memories? Yeah, the temporaries were definitely my favorite. Okay, um, you know, and then listening to the podcast, you know, we always we did have those rivalries, and you know, it carried on from you guys to us. Oh no! Uh, way. And I distinctly, I distinctly remember uh, you, you were talking to your boy Alan. Yeah, and he was part of the Guerreros. Yeah, and I distinctly remember every campery that we were around him. <laughs> it was just like they were like fifty to seventy people deep. In, yeah, uh, chanting Guerreros and like you know, obviously chanting back, but some you know some unchristian words. Yeah, um, we would I don't have the censor button here, um, so yeah, to be to be careful <laughs> with the choice of words. Well, you know, I'm a Christian man, you know, it's Sabbath, <laughs> so you know, I can't be talking, can't it be is, talking those blasphemies right now. It is Friday um, night. But nah, I mean, like at the same time, there was that rivalry, but then there was also just like that fellowship that we had with like other churches, you know, and like you know, we, we would go, you know, quote unquote, 
love hopping, you know, and just like meet up with people, you know, yeah. and, you know, just share their food, you know, it was just like this big sense of community. Correct. You know, yeah. So like, I don't know, like one memory I have um, was, what was it? I was, I was thinking about this the other day, like I was just, there was just like a ton of memories, but I remember we were doing one event mm-hmm. um, and I had messed up my ankle okay. and I was in crutches. Really? And it was like this weird, it was like this weird relay race. Okay. And I think uh, I heard Albert talking about, you know, how many knots we had to learn. Yeah. And so I remember this relay race, like, they had to, like, start making a fire, and then the person would run, tag somebody, and then they would have to go to a different event. And that was Correct. the last one. And I was, like, the the knot person. Because, like, you know, my, my parents, like, drilled into me to knots, you know, yeah. my dad. And so it got to me. And it was like a pretty close race. Yeah. So I got tagged and I'm booking it in these crutches. <laughs> and I got one leg. I look I look I look you like a like looking thing. Yeah, dude, exactly. I look like freaking Quasimodo. <laughs> trying to trying to run in my crutches, trying to get to these knots. I throw my crutches down. Okay. And you know how you know how they had it set up with like the knots? They had like string, yeah, like two boards, and that you would, you know, knot these together and so like I did my knots correct and I didn't have time to pick up my crutches and so I had just finished right before the person next to me finished and I was just hopping on one leg <laughs> and ended up winning no way um so like that that's definitely a fond memory because like I always like I was like yeah you lost to a handicapped person I yeah. had like a boot and everything you know and then other memories that I would think of looking up to the old head you know like you Dito Orson Christian, uh, Elvin, and like, oh, it's funny how they, you know, the saying goes. Yeah. You know, like, you know, once you see, once you do. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I, I, I would like see y'all like talk to females and stuff like that. And I'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna start doing that, right? <laughs> and uh, and that's one thing I love about Camp Reeves because you know you meet you meet so many different people and so yeah. like, you know, it definitely builds up your social confidence. Yeah. You know, it's like- so. Like my thing was, I'm not gonna give you credit, but yeah, like that's like one way. Like I got confidence. <laughs> of right? You're welcome. I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you that that credit. But I don't need it. Credit. I already know. I, I already know. <laughs> I mean, I don't need it. Listen, you know, soy gordito, pero levanto polvo todavía. I mean, it's all good, bro. It's all good. You know, and it's funny that you said about the camperie. You know, because that was one of the, my favorite. Because I get to meet these girls, and I probably want to get to see them again for a while. And it yeah, was just all through email. email. It was all through email. Be like, exactly. hey, exactly. what's your A? It was AOL at the time. What's your AIM? Yeah. What's your AIM? You know, exactly. AIM. Yes, you know, what's your AIM? Or, or like, what's your Yahoo Messenger? Messenger? <laughs> yeah. yeah <dude. laughs> and we have to dial in. I mean, like, these are for the. Yes, bro. Like, these young kids wouldn't and know. Then, like, and then you had just like those, those cringy. Email names, yeah, that we thought were so cool back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I I still have my Yahoo that I I, I made back in high school. I still use it for like stupid stuff, but you know, but I use oh that like the girls back then was you know flirt with him, especially if they were from another city because I'm mean, I'm not gonna see you again. So let me go and spit yeah. my game here, and then we'll catch up through uh through email because it was all through emails. You know, back then, yeah, um, no texting. You know, it was all email, um, which is like like nowadays is a whole lot different. You know, now it's you know your DMs, your phones, 
you know, texting yeah, and all. Yeah, so. time. Yeah, it's so much easier. It's so much easier to, like, contact somebody else, you know, just, like, talk to them, you know. But, yeah, it was completely different back then. I mean, even, like, growing up, I mean, that was, like, late 90s. Yeah. You know, like, early, early 2000s that I was in Pathfinders. Um, Were you really? And so, but, like, well, I was just going to say, just, like, you know, I was also, you know, obviously Sundays were just, like, supposed to be chill days, but, you know, we'd have to go to church because we have to practice for these events or, you know, stuff like that. And even though during Pathfinders, I hated going on Sundays because I just wanted to sleep in and chill. Heck yeah. You know, but then, but then at the same time, like, you know, I got to see my friends from church who I didn't see throughout the whole week. Correct. You know, we would, you know, we would still mess around, but at the same time, you know, we would put in work and that's why like, yeah. Glavoreb was like one of the best during that right. time. Just cause yeah. like, I don't know for some. I don't know for some reason. Just like our directors would just like drill us to like put in hard work, and we would. Yeah. You know, and like I think, yeah, that's definitely where the generational gap is. Yeah, because I was gonna um, ask you that. I mean, like being that our age difference is what ten years maybe between me and you ish. Mm-hmm. Seeing because you saw like my generation, you know, exiting as you were just coming in, and yeah. like if you reflect back to when you were in it, like would you still want to be in it or if you have kids in the future like would you want your kids to experience that as well what you did oh i definitely would i definitely would now like if they didn't want to be i wouldn't push them but i would definitely like really try to encourage them because i mean like you do learn a lot of life skills yeah um and not necessarily like you know tying a knot or learning how to make fire or yeah you know sewing you know, which is, you know, basic stuff, you know, but like you do learn a bunch of, you know, you have so much social interaction, you know, that yeah. kids don't have now because they're so glued to their phones and their technology that like they cannot appreciate how to do these things and how it's going to help them later in life. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I definitely, I definitely would encourage my kids um, in the future to try, try and join them. And I think that's why adventure is it's also like a good stepping stone to yeah. Pathfinders. Also, you know, you, no, I was just gonna say. I mean, because like it's just a good step zone. Because like it, it's kind of like a segue yeah. from being a kid, and then like you graduate to Pathfinders, and it's just like I don't know. To me, graduating from Path from Adventures to Pathfinders was like this yeah. big milestone in my life. Because I you do know? remember you. Like, oh yeah, I'm finally part of that group. I'm finally part of those yeah the cool big kids. You know, because I do remember so, like, you yeah, being that's, that's what in I Adventures and pictures of you in your little you know corderito uniform or the little busy bee <laughs> the light blue the light blue the, the light blue sash <laughs> with the white yes. shirt dude i gotta find I, yes. I, I gotta find them in here my because i'm actually looking at like at my photo albums and because i don't have i don't have my uniform i don't have yeah, that so I, I heard that and it like that's one of the things that it just tor- torments me that i don't have it you know, because I have so much patch that I still have to stare. And also, I want my kids to see that. I also want my kids to experience that as well. You know, I mean, for me, like you heard in the other podcast, it was it was probably one of the greatest time of my life, you know, and I've done a lot of stuff and I've been a lot of places. But those moments, those camperies and those moments that I share with those with all those guys and in our club, I mean, it's embedded me for life. And so which is why I, I decided to make a podcast and hearing people's yeah. feedback, like, yo, you know, that was pretty cool. And then, then they start thinking about 
their their pathfinders and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, but mm-hmm. I, I have a question. You know, being that you were pathfinders, and I know you met people along the way. Are are you still friends with people that you've met back in the past, growing up in pathfinders? Like, are, are you friends with someone oh, to this day? Absolutely, absolutely. And like, that's something I was going to touch on. Also, is like, you know, even even within your club, you know, you still make of these, like, lifelong friends. Oh I mean, yeah, definitely. Like, you sent me that picture of you, you guys. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, like that brought me back. I was like, man, I remember watching them in church. You know, I remember watching them. Yeah. Uh, you know, like teachers and being counselors. Um, but then you also do meet those other people that can be lifelong friends from of other course. Churches. Yeah. You know, and that, and that definitely expands your pool of friends because then like, you know, if you're not, let's say, you know, you're not wanting to go to, you know, your home church per se, you'd be like, you know what, I'm going to go hit up, go to another one. you know, my friend John Smith to go to the Grand Prairie church or, yeah, definitely. Church, you know, or, or go to those other churches, you know, that you, that you have friends and that you know people, you know, so that definitely like expands social pool. And yeah, I'm definitely still friends with a bunch of, uh, a bunch of a bunch of the people from other yeah. churches, like I, I have friends from the, like the Pleasant Grove Church. Okay, you know, even though they were one of our rivals. Yeah, you know, I was even in a wedding uh, from a friend of mine, Jonathan Soto. Oh, okay. he, uh, oh yeah, Jonathan. He, me up yeah. And he was like, he was like, dude, I want you to be a groomsman. And I was like, yeah, bro, for sure. You know, that's the only way I met him was through those camperies and oh, no way. through that interaction uh, with other clubs. Yeah, so that you know that was really cool. And I, I, I haven't talked to him in a while, but you know, yeah, um, it's hard with me not having social media. Yeah to like keep in contact with these people and you know social media can be good getting off topic but yeah, yeah. like you know i still have his number you know we still we still talk every once in a while well, you know, he's, got, he's got a couple kids so yeah so it's you know nice having like these like lifelong relationships yeah um, you know my thing was that you create yeah pathfinders is so good and yeah. it's like so good to the sda church to kind of retain the youth in the church yeah and you know, even say though that. even though this generation you know, kind of doesn't want to because they don't want to do anything but be on their phones and, yeah. you know, do these stupid freaking TikTok dances. Yeah. You know, uh, I was going to say that because <laughs> I was going to put, like, a, a spiritual twist because it's a group that, that you both have the same beliefs, you know? Yeah. And so, like, you you build off of that and you keep that friendship up, you know? And also, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's one of those, like, we'll help each other out, you know, also spiritually because we both believe in the same thing, so... I think like that's mm-hmm. what probably like the biggest impact that is in the Pathfinder is that although we do like a lot of physical extracurricular stuff, but they also try and embed the Bible, you know, like with the Bible bowl. Absolutely. You know, I participated Absolutely. in one or two growing up and then to this day, don't ask me, but I remember some of the Bible verses that I had to read over like what john eleven thirty five and jesus wept <laughs> and jesus That's wept hey you can't never go... <laughs> and jesus wept. <laughs> you can't never go wrong with that you know you know or like, yeah or like in the beginning <laughs> you know genesis yeah. 1 what you, you know? yeah hey it did something you know so but you know, you know you know the you know the genesis of it all of course you know it sort of brings joy to me you know like to hear other people's story you know because i was telling my dad about the podcast and hearing the stories and meeting up and it it really made his day like very few times you know my dad tells me you know that he's proud of me but when whenever he told me that i was doing this with the like a reunion he was like you really made my day today yeah and so felt nice you know hearing their stories and yours too so 
that's why I decided to make like a part two of this, a, a continuation yeah. of Pathfinder, because because you don't hear a lot of these stories, you know, like you don't hear people having reunions and stuff, and you know, which is why I wanted to meet up with the guys because you know we follow each other on social media, but to actually hang out with each other, man, it's been maybe about fifteen years. You yeah, know? and I think that's and that's I mean that's the good thing about Pathfinders, you know, it's just like you create this community when you're younger. Yeah, that bondship, yeah. And then you know things, you know it gets, you know as you grow, as you get older, life gets harder. So yeah, you know, life gets harder and gets busier, and you're not able to get with your friends. But yeah, you know, so I just wanted to hit you up and get you know like what's one of your fondest memories and stuff, and also you know has uh you know being the Pathfinders you know many moons ago, and you know, like you reflect on it now, you know, while sharing your stories, like has Pathfinders made an impact in your life? Uh, I, I, you know, subconsciously it has, um, you know, and like you were saying, you know, not even just the physical activity stuff of it all, yeah. but like even the, the spiritual side of it. Cause like, I think it's definitely pushed me to be more involved with my church. Correct. Um, you know, and, you know, being up here and living in Arkansas, you know, I'm not necessarily helping out with Pathfinders, yeah. although I have thought about it and I you know, kind of want to. Yeah. I'm just not sure because, like, you know, with nursing school coming up or whatever. Correct. But, you know, I am helping out at my church. You know, I'm helping out with, like, you know, telling children's story or helping yeah. out with the audio video stuff or, you know, it's just like kind of how you know, you put, you get put in this counselor role yeah, you do. and you get put into like this mentor role. And so I think that's definitely helped me out here. And even like being a part of the Academy and like coaching basketball, Yeah, you know, that's, it's given me the skills to be a leader and to pave the way for these young men to grow up, to be good Christian young men Fact. and like follow God, definitely. you know? So you know that it's it's definitely like helped me subconsciously like like I I didn't even like think about it until hearing your podcast about Pathfinders. I was like I was like yo like Pathfinders like actually like really helped me a lot. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah you I know, mean, as I, you I get older like you reflect like, on it. You know, yeah, because exactly. at first you know you're like okay it's part of my life, but then like you sit and you actually think about it, and you're like man like stuff that I did then or that I learned then I'm putting it to practice now that I'm in my thirties and I was in my early yeah. teens. So, I mean, I'm glad that it definitely made an impact on your life and that, you know, that, that you still, you know, hold that to heart and, you know, it, it it's definitely kept you grounded, you know, and that yeah. it wasn't all, all too bad, but it was fun. No, it wasn't bad at all. I do remember thinking about it. It, it definitely, you know, I feel like kids nowadays don't want to be competitive. Like, uh, I think they're like, I don't know, either nervous or anxious or like scared of competition. But like, mm-hmm. I think competition is, competition is definitely very good. Yeah. You know, and not just for like sports or, you know, events or whatever, yeah. but definitely like in life. Oh, definitely. So that also like in the back of my mind, definitely like Pathfinders kind of helped that as well. Right you on. know? But dude, it's really good talking to you, man. It's been a minute since we talked. I mean, yeah, for sure. I, I don't know we've texted. Uh, I don't know we've texted back and forth, but like to actually talk to hear your voice, it's been good, man. I know you're busy, but um, I hate you up this weekend. We'll chop it up, man. Yeah, for sure, dude. Cool. All right, man. Good talking to you. I'm gonna do. Have a good night.
Hello. Hey, hey. Hey. How's it going? It's going. What are you doing? Sitting in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in your car? Because we just got back from the park. Uh-oh. So you waiting it out? Yeah, I was waiting for you to call. <laughs> well, ladies. It's loud in the house. You don't want me in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you, Michelle. What club are you representing? I'm representing the Houston Central Chiefs. Houston Central Chiefs. The Chiefs. Okay. Yes. And so, just a little quick feedback on the purpose of calling was, you know, just to hear, you know, your because I know you're very active in Pathfinder, like very, very active. That's I how, love. and that's how I met you was at, at one of the MVR trips. I remember, yeah. like you were doing like registration or something at MVR. You used to have like really curly hair, and you had these big old glasses. These round glasses. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, oh I remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember you were. I know you were at the front. I know you were. You were very active, and I would always see you like at these Pathfinder camps. And like I told you a while ago, you know, I just want to hear people's stories of one of the greatest moments, or you know, one of the fondest moments that they remember being in Pathfinders. Man, those were the best years. The best years. Oh, I could tell you a million stories, but oh, I'm gonna we'll just keep it. I'm gonna <laughs> like one or two. Short. Yeah, give okay. me like two of the of of all the millions. Like there has to be at least two of them that like man, like really made an impact, or yes. that you probably never there, ever forget. Absolutely, there is two, and I know exactly which two. Okay. I'm gonna start with some easy stuff here. Okay. Are you ready? Go ahead. I was afraid of the outdoors. Really? I started Pathfinders, and I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Oh no! Oh, I was I was terrified of everything outside. I mean, you wouldn't even believe it now because I do everything. Yeah, outside. you're very outdoorsy. But now. I I was so scared, and I was even more scared of bugs. Really? And I remember my first Pathfinder camp away like without parents like it was just me and and the club like because you know my parents are super active too so they yeah. did a lot of stuff they didn't go to this one and i will never forget this camp because um i think i i taught my director and counselors a lot of patience and uh -oh. <laughs> how do you say mercy <laughs> i taught them to have that on me <laughs> we were at it was a club camp out, and we were at Alabama Quixada Indian Reservation. Okay. And I don't know if you've ever been there. No. It's out by Livingston. It is home of the Daddy Longlegs. The who? The Daddy Longlegs. Daddy you know, Longlegs. Yes. I have no idea the what The little that bitty is. spider with super long legs. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. I'm Googling as, oh, as you're goodness. saying, but go ahead. Oh, they are the cutest little, most terrifying looking things ever. Oh, Let me tell you, okay. This, this place was infested with daddy long legs. Wow. And I mean infested. Like, have you ever watched Arachnophobia? Yeah. This was Arachnophobia in real life. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. <laughs> you would walk into the bathroom and they were all over the walls and the ceilings and everything. I think I lost my voice at camp from screaming my head off because oh, no. I was terrified. I just wanted to go home. I hated it. I didn't want to be there. And it was just 
was horrible. It was probably like the most terrifying experience I'd ever lived through because I had to live through the bugs that weekend. But I survived. <laughs> that you did because we're here talking. <laughs> oh my goodness! But I didn't. You, I would not have believed you had you told me that. I did not. I couldn't even go to the restroom all weekend because it was so scary in there. Oh no! It was just. It was the scariest thing ever. Which brings me to what my favorite part about Pathfinders is, is all our survival stories. Okay. Like, I don't know how many survival stories you've been through, but I know that we've been together through a couple of camps where we've dealt with severe weather, yeah. with flooding, with <laughs> all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and know. I'll never forget Oshkosh, Wisconsin, two, 99 or 2000, I don't remember which Okay. One. I was 15. I was a... TLT. Okay. And uh, we went out, we went to Oshkosh. Um, I think it yeah. was Dare to Care. I think that's the one that was called Dare to Care. Well, it, not no, the, or the it one was after. Discover the Power was. Discover the Power, yeah, yes. Because oh that's God. the one that I went Discover to only. Power of the Lord. Yeah. Yes. It was 98 because I remember? was a freshman. There was a tornado. Yeah. Yes. I will never forget that. Yeah. You know, it is, I, a couple of years ago, I was like, let me Google this. Because, you know, they only told us what they told us. Yeah. And so I actually Googled it. actually made the news what it happened did. to us. Yeah. Yeah, it did. So yeah. I was, this was incredible. Like, who can, you know, we were given this incredible experience to not only, like, meet people from all over the world, <laughs> but also literally <laughs> live through a miracle. Yeah. And, and it I passed really forget, close through there. Oh my goodness! Let me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you my my point of view, my experience from this okay. camp. I was fifteen. This was the first camp um, that we went far that my parents didn't go, and it oh. was me, my brother, and my three cousins. Okay. And I'm the oldest out of the five of us. Okay. So I always felt like responsible for the, you know, for everyone. Of like course. I was always like mama bearish. Yeah. And. Um, I'll never forget we were we were we had already gone to bed when um when they came knocking on our tents and they're like, Hey guys, we just wanna let you know there's gonna be some rain, don't worry, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. And I or, had already started worrying because that's what I do, I worry. So I started worrying about things and oh my goodness, I hope my my brother's okay because yeah. you know, everybody's in their own tents and everything and and I just I just um I um started worrying and then we just as I was drifting off to sleep, I remember hearing the sirens. The sirens, I don't know if yeah. you remember the sirens. Now let me tell you, I am from Houston. We do not have sirens. I did not even know <laughs> what was going on. <laughs> we don't have tornadoes here. Like nobody like I've never You have heard I've never um heard <laughs> No, we have hurricanes and they don't give you sirens for that. Like hurricanes you can prepare for and get out or do what you need yeah. to do. And so there was sirens, and I jumped out of bed. Like, talk about adrenaline rush. And I jumped out of bed, and I remember coming out, and they called us out. And they called us out, and they were um, telling us, come on, everybody, come out, come out, come out. Yeah. And we're, everybody had gone out, and we were under the canopy. Okay. And I remember them saying, okay, guys, there's really bad weather coming. We have to get to the hangars. They want everyone to get to the hangars. Yeah. That was a year that Houston was the furthest away from the hangar. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, we had to walk, like, like I don't know, it was like two, three miles away yeah. walking, but it was really far. And there were a lot of traffic. So my director's like, there's no way we're going to make it, and it's worse if we're out in the cars 
out there trying to get there. We're just going to, like, hunker down. And I remember um, they, they've they said, okay, all the kids in the U-Haul. So we put all the kids in the U-Haul. And they're like, no, what if it flies away? All the kids out of U-Haul. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to die. And, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking my parents are going to watch the news and see all of our bodies, like, everywhere. <laughs> I was so scared. It was horrible. I remember them t- making us go back into our tent. Yeah. And I was just. It was hard because not only did we have to go back in our own tents, that meant that I wasn't going to be with my brother, I wasn't going to be with my cousins, and I had to, like, be by myself, compose yeah. myself. And I, I think, I don't remember who I was. I think I was with Precious. And I just remember we were, like, in our tents, and we were praying. And just finally, we had just knocked out. I don't even remember. I don't yeah. even know how we fell asleep because it was so windy. Yeah. I remember feeling the tent. Yeah, moving. I remember, like, camps being on the other side of the field and, canopies and tarps uh because they locked us up in our in our vans they locked us up in our vans when all this was happening and then uh the next morning it was sunny beautiful like nothing had ever happened exactly i remember waking up and getting out of the tent and thinking what what's happened like nothing happened everything was beautiful and 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 we continued on the camp like nothing and I just remember when they told us what had happened about how the tornado like split and went around us. Yeah, yeah and it did. I could just—it was—it was a miracle. It was oh, seriously a miracle. Imagine what had happened with all of these kids in tents from all across and the it's world. Just all across the world, but God—you know—God's protection was there without any doubt. Like, yeah, you the, the and that was something that was pretty amazing to live through but not just that once but to continue to see things happen like um the pathfinders in thailand who they had to cancel their trip and then it, the tsunami hit and imagine if they had been out there on the beach camping like they had planned. Yeah. like you continue to see that no matter what god is going to be there and he's going to be able to help and definitely i was just shocked to be able to like literally like experience live that, that experience. yeah no, I agree. I mean, and, it, it definitely, it definitely brought you closer to Jesus that that week or like that night because yeah, it, it was really close. The sirens were going off, and like I said, I do remember our director and because one of my friends on the previous podcast reminded she's like, remember when the big storm and and they locked us up in the vans because you know there was a tornado passing by and. We had a water fight in in the van, so yeah, it de- it definitely was one of those you know come to Jesus type of situations. But I mean, so but but so as a you growing up in Pathfinder, because you have two beautiful kids, mm-hmm. and are they also in Pathfinders or no? So Alejandro was in Adventures uh, this year. He hasn't started anything because with the pandemic and everything, yeah. we kind of everything was on pause. Yeah. But um, I do want him to be in Pathfinder. Right. Um, I I need him to be. I want my kids to experience what I experience because not only that, but you learn so much. Like yeah. when Snowbid happened here in in Texas, yeah. it didn't phase me because I knew what I needed to do, and Correct. I had what I needed because we prepared yeah. years. It, and you know it's so funny because I was laying in bed. I remember we we're laying in bed. We we're all cuddled up, and I was th- thinking. This, this is the moment they always told us that you have to be ready because you never know. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm ready. Like, I got this. Right? Heck yeah. You're like, just bring it. 
<laughs> that, exactly. Like we totally like did fine. And, and that was, and, and that, like that in itself is, I want my kids to, to feel that as Correct. well, to have that confidence, to know that I, everything we learned didn't go in vain. It was actually something that did help. And I want them to be prepared. And, oh, and I love, I love for them to experience those things, which is why we're doing our bucket list of hitting all Texas state parks this year. And I'm yeah. taking them in. You know, the first memory that comes back to me when I get to a park is, okay, what did I do as a pathfinder? Yeah. And that's how I, I that's how I guide my kids to to go on and 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 do the same thing. So, as you're older now, um, things that you did in pathfinders. Do they resonate now with you as you're older that you learned then, you know, does it come back? You're like, oh, man. And you know what? Not only that, I crave those experiences. Like I'll be sitting in, if I, if I smell campfire, it automatically takes me back to Pathfinder days. And it makes me wish that I could still do those kind of things. Like I'm like, oh, camp out, friends, worship, all of those things (laughs) that I miss. I really miss it, and it'll come just with a whiff of snow. So yeah. in winter time, when people are putting their chimneys up and everything, all I'm thinking is Pathfinder this and Pathfinder that, yeah. and I want to go camping. Definitely. So I know you met friends along the way, like you and I, but have you been Pathfinders and meeting people? Like, are you still friends with some of those people as well? Absolutely. I mean, look at you and me. We're still talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Monet. And, yes, um, Monet. I mean, uh, basically everybody. Because pre- earlier like, you mentioned Precious, and I remember Precious. And then uh-huh. there's one more, Sungi. Sungi. Yes. Sungi. Sungi, yes, yes. I Yes. Uh-huh. I remember both of them. Uh, yeah. Um, Pathfinders brought a lot of experiences for me. My first boyfriend came from Pathfinders. <laughs> I got married to someone who, my ex-husband I met at a camporee. Like, That's for another my subject. life revolved about camporee. So, yeah, yes, for sure. We're not going to go there tonight. Uh, but we'll, I love we'll come back. Pathfinders and everything. <laughs> it's really good to hear your stories, man, you know, and, and, how, and how to this day, you know, it still resonates just by the a smell of smoke, you know. It brings you back to the Pathfinder yeah. days. And have you conquered your fear of uh, the daddy long leg spiders? I'm going to plead the fliss on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being Look, said. <laughs> let me tell you something. I will not run away screaming anymore. But I can promise you that my heart skips a couple of beats. If oh, I my run. God. That is too funny. <laughs> Oh my, Obi, it's horrible. The other day I ran around my car three times because there was a wasp following me and I was scared. So I've gotten better, but you know. Yeah, next time run around twice, not three times, but twice. (laughs) Is that the secret number? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But but thank you for sharing. I really appreciate you for coming up because you were supposed to be on the first podcast, but through timing wise, but you can't make it, but thanks for yeah. making time, you know, to come in on and share your stories. And, uh, sure. you know, I'm glad, you know, sure. and it just makes my night to know that, you know, Pathfinder is, is holds a special, you know, place in your heart. And, you know, hopefully Alejandro and Melly will also go through the troubles and headache that you did being Pathfinders. Yes. And, you know, it's, 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 
everything, everything we did. I actually went ahead and bought the um, the uh, materials for, for my kids because, you know, with everything, I was like, at least I'm going to teach them what, what they need to know because I don't want them to fall behind or anything. Correct, yeah. But the whole experience, though, the camperies, that has to be my favorite part. Yeah, definitely. Because I got to meet so many incredible, incredible people that are still in my life today that I stay connected with because, of Pathfinder. Pathfinder. And I just, amazing. Nice. Absolutely amazing. Well, well, thank you for sharing. I'll let you go because I know you're sitting in your car. So I think it's time for you to get in the house. <laughs> but uh, I'll definitely call you yeah. back later and then we'll schedule, you know, for the, the other podcast that I have in mind with you. Cool. Absolutely. Well, sure. thank you so much. Have, have a good night. Hola, hola. Hey, hey. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Good. What are you doing? I am waiting for a friend. Waiting for a friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Where are we going? Uh, brunch. Oh, okay. Well, well, let me introduce you since uh, you are officially the my first call on this Pathfinder series that is actually in another country, half across the world, literally. <laughs> it's Friday night here in Dallas, where I'm at, and it's already in the future. It's already tomorrow, Saturday. What is it? Noon over there? Uh, yes, Saturday noon. But you're like outing me to all the SDA people that I'm going to brunch. <laughs> it's it's for es para repaso de la lección. Exactamente, exactamente. Yes, there El you grupo go. De oración, grupo yes, de oración. yes, for brunch. <laughs> yes. I mean, it is what it is. So. Please, like, tell us where you're at since you're already in tomorrow. Um, I am in Seoul, South Korea. Seoul, South Korea. Um, which, so it is in Asia. Asia, which I, I also, I don't know if I told you, but I do want to have a podcast with you being a foreigner in a, in a different country because you've been there for a couple of years, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many hours do you have? <laughs> well, that's for another podcast. I'll dedicate just to you. <laughs> <laughs> Make me feel so special. Of course. But this particular one, I wanted to say the best for last because a couple of days, you know, I, I told you that I did a podcast about Pathfinders and you and Pathfinders, you grew up in Pathfinders and you shared some stories that really, like, I laughed and, well, we both laughed. It seemed like those really stuck to you. And I would like for you to share some of those stories that, you know, till this day, or that you remember that, like, it'll just bring you smile to your face, or just like laugh by yourself and be like, "Oh my god, I cannot believe that actually happened to me." Um, well, to be fair, you probably won't get any of those stories on record because, um, you know, I don't want my my old directores giving me a side eye next time they see me. Well, <laughs> I don't know when that's gonna happen, but I'm pretty sure that's gonna be a while. <laughs> I'm sure they'll forget about it. Unless they Very hear this, well. unless they hear this podcast, hello, old directors from the because you're originally from Houston, right? Yes, okay. I was okay. in Pathfinders in the Houston area. Nice, and um, um, yeah, like what's one of your fondest memories being Pathfinders? Let's see. So we definitely talked about meeting new people the last time we talked, right? We did, and um, you know, it was, it was like the highlight of you know getting to see like old friends that you only saw like I don't know camperies like once a year. Correct. Or, twice a year um but i remember once i was um i was with my club and they had you know how they have the schedule 
Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, at such and such time, we're doing this. At such and such time, we're doing whatever. Um, I was on cooking duty for breakfast. Okay. And so I was on cooking duty for breakfast. But then it's like, I wake up because it says that we're eating breakfast at like, I don't know, 7, 8 a.m. Something. Yeah. And I wake up. I'm like, okay, we're going to need this much time to, you know, like cook breakfast, get it going, all of this stuff. And I wake up and no one else is up. And I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> so, like, there was a whole bunch of people, like, in charge of making breakfast, right? But, like, mm. no one else was up. And I'm like, dude, I promised I would meet so-and-so at such-and-such time. Again. I'm like, if no one wakes up, I'm going to miss that meeting. And, like, I don't even have a, I don't even have his phone number. Oh. <laughs> you know, because it was, like, back in the day. Like, if you agree email. to, like, yeah, like, if you agree to meet somewhere, like, and you weren't there like they would just leave you and like yeah, good luck yeah. finding them again you know and it's like email we didn't have internet in Camperine. no no we didn't <laughs> it was all through so i word. was like yeah right i was like okay i can't miss like i can't miss this because then i'm gonna like miss out on the whole day i kid you not i cooked all breakfast and by the time people were waking up i'm like i cooked everything you guys clean bye well hold on i mean like well, <laughs> who are you gonna meet you know, some friends. <laughs> <laughs> cute, awkward laugh. <laughs> I just remember he was really cute, okay? Like, oh. him and his sister. So, like, I was friends with the sister, okay. and, like, he was really cute. I don't even remember his name now, but I remember what that I really did didn't want to. Let's not. Listen, it's been, what, 15, 20 years? I'm sure Dude, he's married. Dude, these things have a way to coming back to haunt you. I'm sure he's married, has kids by now, probably divorced once or twice. Yeah, well, you don't seem very optimistic about the future of people who get married. <laughs> I mean, marriage is a beautiful thing, but that's for another subject. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just, it was, I remember it, like, people woke up and, like, people were like, what, what, what did you do? And I'm like, I just. Because I just went ahead and cooked everything that was on the menu. Because I'm like, Jeez. I'm not gonna be late. But you know our people. You know, it's like they say eight and they show up at eight thirty. Eight thirty, nine o'clock. I'm guilty. You know, it's like I love them and like you know, it's like there's a whole thing based on that. But I didn't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of them. And then last time when I was talking to you. I was like, well, what practical skills did, like, Pathfinders teach me, you know, yeah. like, because, like, I know I do the knots, and to this day, I can do some of the knots, but nice. I'm like, other than, like, a simple knot, I'm like, I've never really used knots the yeah. way you, like, went on about it, Correct. and I'm like, yeah, I don't think Pathfinders taught me anything practical, and I'm sitting there, like, thinking and thinking, <laughs> and then I realized that, like, there's been a lot of situations when, um, when like, something happened. And I can't tell you how to do, like, like if someone sprains their ankle, I can't tell you how to wrap it, but I can go and wrap it, you know? Well, wrap it it's the correct like, way or wrap it your well, way just to get it done? Way. Of course the okay. correct way. Okay, what, what is the name of the nod that you would use to wrap? Didn't I just tell you I can't tell you how to do it? <laughs> name it or do it? Because I don't know how to name it, but I could definitely do it. I can definitely do it, like, you know, like just jump into action and like go and take care of it. Yeah. But like, I can't sit here and tell you like you wrap like left, right. I just top, know. Like, I just know two: el as de guía, el baestrinque, el nudo. I think it's called el nudo ciego. I think it what it is. 
And I can't even remember people's names. You want me to remember them lots? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm remembering them. I know you. I know you don't remember. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> However, I am a good person to have around an emergency because of pathfinders. Oh really? <laughs> why think, are I you? Mean, didn't why? you? Didn't you take like first aid? Yeah. And like you had to do like CPR training CPR. and you know like and water survival skills like. Yeah. You must remember doing that and like camping if like someone got hurt when they were hiking. Yeah. You know, it's how, like how to how you use your garf as a as a sling. Too. I, I thought it was an accessory, but <laughs> <laughs> growing up I was like, why am I wearing this? And it turns out, yeah, you could use it as a sling because you mess up your arm. <laughs> You could also use it like a banda, yeah. you know, like to wrap things. It has a purpose. I was like, who would have thunk it? <laughs> right. I mean, or growing like a up, I was like, bandage. yeah, you know, growing up, I would always make sure that I would have the crease going down the middle, you know, because they always wanted it iron, ironed. Of course. And so mm -hmm. I'd make sure I had the crease down the middle. But uh, yeah, like it wasn't until like later on, maybe I was in companion or in guide to where like yeah you can use this as a sling or as a head wrap you know in case you bust your head open did that happen to you a lot <laughs> uh no i was more of the instigator the trash talker you know back in my days and, i was really awkward because i was the youngest one in my club like there was really? there wasn't people in my age group so it's like um the churches i went to normally had like a big group of people that were like yeah three, four years older than me. And then like the next group of people were like three, four years younger than me. Yeah. So I was kind of like this weird in between age. I guess no one wanted to have babies in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I was always like the the youngest and I was always like going behind, you know, like the cool older kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm one of the guilty ones that, you know, going to these camperies, obviously it was a, it was a goal or, or determination, you know, to meet girls, talk to girls, you know, mingle with them, not flirt. Cause I'm not, you know, I don't flirt. I'm not a flirt. You know, I mingle. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. as a lady, would you go around? Cause you said that you went to meet up a cute guy, you know, like, well, that was for like actividades del dia, you know, like to get the but like it wasn't, honors. And... Oh, so you wouldn't just like get lost and be like, Hmm, he's all right. He's cute. I'm gonna go talk to him. Well, I think there was a, a slightly different paradigm for females and males. Like I remember as a girl, the girls would stay at their own campsite so the guys could come to them. Facts. You know, so like, of... so the guys would know where to like, cause like if you left and the guys left, then like, unless you bumped into each other, yeah. there was no way you guys were going to meet up. I did a lot of walking for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I think also like the, the elders were more protective of the girls. Very. So like, like especially like the younger years, I don't think I was allowed to just wander off. Okay. So what about the later years? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> because, okay. Because we never met at Pathfinders, right? Because I would have remembered you. Yeah. I don't think we met at Pathfinders. We, never we met. were also, we met I after. think, slightly different generation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because we have tons of friends in common, so that's why I was like, wait a minute, like, I don't know if I've asked you or at the camp. I think you met some of the people that we have in common through Pathfinders, Correct. and they were also Pathfinders, and then, like, within the churches, like, 
you know, like sociales and, you know, yeah. we visit churches and things like that. And I think that's how we met. Okay. Okay. That well, was so long ago. Very, yes. <laughs> it was before I went to New York. So that's like. Yeah, that's when I lost you. 13, yeah. 14 years. Because the last time was at Cheddar's, right? Yeah, we actually. And that was 2007, 2008, I think. Yes, I think that was right before you left. You know, growing up with Pathfinders and, you know, like reflecting back, has mm. Pathfinders made a difference in your life? It, like, in the most minimum way to, like... You know, I really have to think about that for a while. <laughs> but I think, like, the, um, the like, being prepared part, mm-hmm. like, I think it carried over. You know, okay. just like, like just being prepared for what might happen, you know, okay. and just like rolling with the punches kind of thing. Friendship. Even if I was like, because I was the one that was getting teased. I was an awkward kid. Um, you know, but even that, like, era con cariño, you know, it wasn't like malicious and mean. Well, it was kind of mean, but they weren't trying to be mean. Mm. Um, Who was? Like, even, you know what, let's even put the them on bad blast. stuff. You know what, let's go put them on blast. Who was being mean to you? <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> One, listen, you're half across the world. What could happen? You're like in tomorrow already. All right. So you should, you know, like you're in tomorrow. I'm still today. Mm. So mm. if we put them on blast, what are they going to do? You know, there's something called like social media and I'm going to eventually go back to Texas. My mom's down there. I can't, I can't, <laughs> well, I can't risk it. <laughs> well, if you do come back, just make sure you bring me something back. <laughs> to be fair, most of the people that were really mean to me, like they apologized once they were older. No so it wasn't it wasn't like super bad, like, oh, I'm so scarred for life. But like I kinda now as an adult remember those times fondly because it's like at least they cared, yeah, you know? True. And also yeah. um friends that you met and pathfinders, like do you still communicate with them till this day? Technically, um, yeah. The thing is, is like honestly, being so far away, it's really hard because there is a time difference, Definitely. and a lot of people are like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, you know, once you're not there, it's really hard to keep up like friendships and things like that. Um, but I feel like whenever like the group gets back together, it's like no years have passed. Correct. You know, like we revert back to you know like always <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. snuck away. <laughs> To meet the cute guy with his sister. Uh-huh. Okay. Well that, but also like there was there was some pranks played on staff. And oh, nice. props to staff, man. <laughs> we were little we, we were bad kids. I want you to throw like I'm I'm trying to get some stuff out of you, but obviously I'm need, making it hard. I need to work on my interviewing skills. I don't want to be like Oprah. You know. <laughs> make me like start crying yeah uh, i don't want to do that i want to do that i want to keep it funny so so if and when you have kids would you put them in pathfinders or would you want them to be in pathfinders maybe really so because i've never i've never asked you this have i no right i don't think we've talked about it no no. so So for me it's a maybe (laughs) um for me it's a maybe because i think that if i did have kids i would like to use your term, come out of retirement, you know, and get more involved. <laughs> yeah. But um, if I could find a club, like the club when I was a kid, like that they actually did things. Okay. Like then, yes. But like, I'm not going to sign up my kid for like glorified jumping. 
Okay. Yeah. You know, it's just like that's something that like Pathfinders like really helped me. Like I'm not scared of the outdoors. And okay. like now I like I talk to so many other people or, like when we go out, they're like, Oh bug and they start screaming, they yeah. like run out the room and I'm like, uh, flick it off. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, or, or things like that, where it's just like, oh, there's trees. We're going to like, we're going to like hiking in a forest. And I'm yeah. like, okay, let's go. And then they take me to a park. And I'm like, this isn't a forest. They're like, it has trees. And I'm like, that are like manicured. Yeah. <laughs> manicured. <laughs> manicured and they have beds of flowers <laughs> around them. How is this a forest? You know, so if I had kids and I could, you know, find a club that was like, that actually challenge the yeah. kids, you know, like, like go learn something. Correct. Yeah, I think I would do it. But if it's like one of these where like everything is done for the kid and they're yeah. just like they're complaining that you know, you know that their phone isn't there or their phone doesn't have battery. Correct. Then I don't know. I'm not a parent, but I probably want to smack my kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like a lot of stuff that you say is true, and like that's what a lot of people are saying that nowadays I have a friend he's a he's a club director in Maryland or in mm. the Virginia area and he says that these kids nowadays like they're given stuff like they don't earn it they're given stuff and you know me and him grew up together like we were disciplined uh, if we got there late it was automatically 20 push ups and oh, after yeah. you were done like you still had to wait you know, mm-hmm. until the director said, okay, you know, get, you know, fall in or like, depending on what mood he was. Yeah. He would just leave you there standing, you know, and while everybody else is doing activities. But nowadays, you know, <laughs> because I think he said, well, I don't want to misquote him, but he said, like, there's no discipline no more. You know, parents don't want you disciplining their kids nowadays. And, you know, back in when I was growing up, I mean, it was, hey, do what you got to do. You know, I mean, like, of course, and like, don't beat him, bruise him or anything, but, you know, you know, you know, put some fear in him, you know, put the fear of God in him also. And so that's why, you know, these kids nowadays, a lot of them, they're used to being they're spoiled and they're used to being given stuff and not earned, you know, because we have to because we would have to earn those patches. You know, we would have to do certain mm-hmm. things to earn them. And nowadays, uh you know, again, you know, my friend was you know, was saying that I had to learn like 40, 20 knots. And now like just like do five and call it a day. I remember one of my instructors, like anytime we would complain about something, yeah. he would be like, yes. I'm instructing you. Yes. <laughs> we were just like, oh, there's the Bible again. Okay. And like, we just kind of like look down and be like okay yeah. and go and do something but like yeah. anytime we had a complaint he's like niño su camino. we were like <laughs> we don't like this way but like, it's yeah. stuck i mean yeah i mean even now i, I remember that yeah i mean i, I remember too like, like i was telling some people you know what i mean growing up that's probably one of the best times in my life you know was the pathfinders and you know like to this day you know some things still resonate with me Mm-hmm. stuff that i learned back then and so you know which is why i want to do a podcast and you know just to get other people's perspective and stories and what were their experiences growing up at pathfinders for me it was definitely a highlight of my week for most of my childhood 
Okay. I remember being so proud of the things I did in Pathfinders that I would like brag about it. People that like, like my normal school, like, oh yeah, I went camping. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, it was the cool thing to do back then, you know? Like, the cool kids were doing it. Fun memories all around. (laughs) Do you still have your uniform? Um, I have parts of it. (laughs) You have parts of it? Yeah, I was so sad. The last time I went to a camporee, I was going in from New York. So I literally, like, ah, okay. Um, I didn't have time to, like, put my uniform together. I couldn't find it, to yeah. be honest with you. So I went to Oshkosh, and we were riding, you know, the yellow bus. Yes. <laughs> Bad things, things. So bad. There's only one. one- I can think of one church in the whole Houston Bay Area that would show up on a yellow school bus. I'm so tempted to say the name of the church, but to protect you, I mean, to protect you. I, I, I don't think we've even said your name during this whole podcast. Hi, my name is Jesse. I was a pathfinder <laughs> in the Houston Bay Area, and I was part of two different clubs, so... Oh, no. oh, Maybe that's, that's enough right, protection, that's right. you know. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm just making sure because I'm like so tempted to see because because you guys were the only one in the Houston Bay that would show up in the yellow school yes. bus. Yes, there was moments. I think at one point that bus smelled so bad, like so so bad that like the directors or the leaders were like, "We can't take it anymore." Yeah, we literally stopped like two hotel rooms, one for the girls, one for the boys, oh and they're God. like, "Todo mundo bañarse." Good time. Good it was time that bad that they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait for us to get to camp. They're like, "No, no, no, we're stopping here. There's the hotel rooms. Go take a shower." We didn't even spend the night. We like took a shower and left. Very good times, man. That bus. <laughs> well, shout outs! Shout out to, to I think Mireles. He was the bus driver, and at one point, like the tire like blew, okay. like it literally blew on our way to Oshkosh. And like I was like, you know, hanging out with my mom, and I was hearing that some people said that like had it not been driven like correctly, like the bus could have flipped. Yeah, you know, but like for us kids, we were just like. Oh, this feels bumpy. Okay, why are we on the side of the road? You know, like we didn't even have like me. They had like stop pasando, but the bus tire blew. What Oscars did you go to? I went to three: Faith on Fire, Joseph. Okay, not Daniel, Esther. Was okay. it Esther? I'm Is not it... sure. There's because you know there's like the main yeah. storyline, which is like so like amazing that you go every like night to do. Yeah. So yeah. I, mean, I can't remember exactly. I'd have to go and look at my patches, you know, like on my okay. bundle. Yeah. I mean, because I only went to one and that was the one in 99. And so, like, that's where I met Susie and Karen. I met them that, that, that camp and I'm still friends with both of them. So, Ugh. Yeah. but, um, but thanks for coming on and sharing the story. Actually, I'll be honest. I kind of like the ones that you told tonight. I kind of like it better than the other ones, you know, you know, that were off, off the record. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't want to get in trouble. It is. It <laughs> That's the thing, like, like years later, right? I still have the fear of God in me. <laughs> You're a grown ass. Do not piss off my counselor. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> What did you say again? Come again? What was that? What? What? 
Okay, hold on. Let me let me walk into somewhere. I said, all these years later, I still have the fear of God in me to not piss off my counselors. <laughs> like I'm so like trying to be good so they don't think I'm bad. Oh my, I'm sure they're probably like 80 years old right now. Well, I mean, if you think about it, your generation was counselors too. Yeah. I was you know, a counselor. So they're not that old. I was pretty bad as a counselor. <laughs> but hey, I mean, you learn through you learn through experience, right? Facts, very much. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I mean, we were told, there's a picture. Figure out how to do it. Yes, that's the only way. To but do I it. can build a mean fire. <laughs> <laughs> You're too much. But um, but listen. But thank you for coming on. I really appreciate you. I know you're about to have a uh, Escuela Sabatica at brunch right now. Of course. Of or, course, you know. Or is it Culte de Vino? Uh, we're making that later. We're more modern people, <laughs> so we start a little bit later so we can actually roll out of bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're too much. <laughs> Pero bueno. But thank you so much, and thank you for sharing. Um, But I do <laughs> want to do a podcast like of a foreigner living in a in another country because I know you've been out there for what two three years four years maybe I think four or five four or five yeah so you know I, mean, I, I don't know if you told Siempre me but, you know like I know you've told me you know but you know, just some more in depth of you know what it is to live you know in a different country different culture you know like different everything and you know how Anytime. you adapt to it all right well enjoy your day and we'll be talking to you later. You are. Yeah. Bye. Bye.